Well, hello, everybody. Um, today we're going to be going, uh, it's going to be different. Uh, Tyler's not here to record the podcast, so I brought in a good friend of mine who knows, you know, a good amount of football, and he'll kind of be taking the spot a little bit. He might be in other shows, too. You you guys will come to know him as Michael. He runs a Chiefs fan page named Chiefs Intel. Um, you can introduce yourself, Mike. Hello. Uh, don't be surprised if Tyler makes an appearance throughout this uh, episode. If he texts me back, then, you know, we'll send him the link and he'll be back. But for now, it'll be me and Michael who will be running the show for tonight. Um, and so we got a couple interesting topics to talk about here. Um, some of the stuff I wanted to get into was the head coaching hires that happened so far. There's still two left. I can see the Texans hiring the enemy. I think that's what's going to happen. But that's not official yet, so we won't count it. Eagles, who knows what they're going to do. But um, the Eagles will probably talk... get gays. Let's be real. Yeah, I, I think they're going to end up with McDaniel's. That would be that. That'd be bad too. Yeah, uh, yeah. They really should have. If they were going to fire their head coach, they should have fired him like just to begin, because like they got like when they started their head coaching search, we already hired Salah, so it was it was. A little bit of a bad time to fire, but regardless. And so our first subject of the day is going to be ranking these head coaches, head coaching hires. So there's been five. There's been the Jaguars. They hired Urban Meyer. There's been the Jets hiring Robert Sala, which Jets are my team. You guys probably know that. Um, we also have um, – brain fart. Arthur Smith to the Falcons. Um uh, Dan Campbell to the Lions, and there's one more. Oh, uh, the Chargers and Staley. Uh, Chargers, Brandon Staley. Um, so those were the hires. We're gonna grade them like with like the letter category, so A, B, B minus, all that. Which one and do we're you gonna start with? Uh, we're gonna go in the order they were hired, and we'll also be giving our additional thoughts on them. So the first coach hired was Urban Meyer. Now this is a head coaching hire I did not think was gonna happen. I thought there was going to be a lot of hype around it, but I didn't think there's going to be anything behind it. And I think as time went on in the offseason, it really started to become a reality that this actually might happen. And, you know, it, it happened. So, but I, I never thought that Urban Meyer was the correct guy for them. I mean, you know, Mike, I know you have a little bit of a love hate relationship. Well, not love hate, but you don't think Trevor Lawrence is as good as some people think. No. Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if you're still on that train or no. Oh, but, yeah. but but regardless, um, I felt like just they could have gotten a more proven guy. I mean, when you look at some of their other hirings, the, some of their other hirings have been bad to me. I don't think Trent Baalke as a GM is that that good. Them, their favorite for their OC Scott Linehan. He he was terrible with the Cowboys, and uh, their prime defensive coordinator candidate has taken a job with the Rams. Think about it. The Rams went from one great defensive coordinator to another defensive coordinator in Raheem Morris. But back to the story, or back to the topic. I don't know. I just felt like they, they, they could they could have gotten a lot of candidates to be that would have been dying to go there because of Trevor Lawrence. Um, you know, and I just think that they could have gotten a more proven guy at the head coaching position instead of a guy who's had zero NFL experiences experience never really had like the NFL talent at quarterback never really developed a dude into an NFL quarterback at Ohio State yes I know it's not necessarily their jobs but still 
Um, so I don't know. I I've been I've rated it a B in my book. I just think that this is just too risky of a hire when you have a prime opportunity to draft what many think is a generational quarterback and, uh, you know, have a solid roster. So I, it's just a little bit too risky. I'd lean more towards B minus than B plus. Some Ohio State fans who love them as the Ohio State head coach are don't even like the hire. So, and I'm not the biggest fan of it. Yeah, I don't know what to think. I mean, you don't know what he's going to do. This guy hasn't I mean, coached in a long time. And I mean, he hasn't done anything in the NFL, I don't think. Like, I don't even think anything. He went to the NFL for like a week, I think, and then left. Or maybe that was – I don't even know if you – I mean, or was I don't he, know. I know Saban did that. I wonder if I'm getting both of them. Yeah, Saban wasn't a good NFL coach, so he was not a good NFL coach. Um, but, I mean, I don't – I think they could have done better. I mean, like I said, yeah, they could have gotten a really good candidate. I mean, they could have gotten I mean, the best of the best. The best of the best was considered Sala, Smith, and I'm I'm, I'm I think I'm missing one. The enemy and Dabble were up there. Yeah, no, oh yeah, Dabble and Dabble's not even going to get a head coaching that, job. That's anymore. what I don't get. I don't. Yeah. Well, I'll get. I th- I, I think I just think that he. I think a, this off season just for every team, other than the kind of teams looking now. I think a lot of them were looking for like team builders, culture builders. Jets obviously found their guy who they think fit that the best. Rams also got theirs. So I don't know. He'll be a prime candidate next year, so he won't have to wait long. But um so yeah, I mean I'd give it a C. I mean, I just don't know what he See, I don't think he'll F it up because I mean they do have a talented roster. They are getting Trevor Lawrence. Unless they screw it up, but that's kind of unlikely. But I don't know. I mean, like, like, like we're agreeing on here. Like, it's just a little bit too risky when you have a prime opportunity in front of you to get what many think is a generational quarterback to have a pretty good amount of draft capital and to get a coach who's never coached in the NFL is it is definitely ballsy. So I don't think it's the best move. Yeah. So my final grade is to be. Yours is a C, right? C, C plus maybe. I don't know. And so a hire that we all thought was going to get screwed up. The Jets brought in Robert Sala for an interview. He was in the building for about like a, a, like a, a day, like a whole day he was interviewing. They, apparently they went to Applebee's, and we all thought he was going to be the guy. And then he left. And then, you know – I was in the middle. I, I, I'm i like, well, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, the Falcons let their favorite go to interview. I, di- I did think that Eagles were going to make a good pitch to him. And then, you know, we all thought it was going to be gone. You know, he wasn't going to be a Jet. And then he got hired, and everyone rejoiced. So, Robert Sala is the guy on the, on, from the Niners. He was a defensive coordinator for since 2017. Um, he's well respected. I mean, you can ask any Niners defensive player about him, and he'll and then they'll rave about him. I mean, he he, I, he this year it was very very unfortunate for the Niners. Obviously, they were hampered with injuries. I mean, it started in like week two against the Jets. They lost Nick Boza, Solomon Thomas. They lost. I think they lost D Ford too. Um, yeah. lost a lot. And you know, Sala was still. It kept them in top ten defense, and and you know I, I they caught the Jets high, and the Jets hired him, 
And so my thoughts on it were, you know, I, I did value a more offensive-minded coach more than I did defense. Uh, I did think Arthur Smith would have been better just to not, – not a better coach, but just a better to develop a quarterback uh, – a new rookie quarterback, which is what I think we're going to do. Um, so – but, I mean, I can't complain with this. I mean, it's, it's probably as good as the candidates will get. I mean – I, I think a lot of people only thought we were going to get a top coordinator or head coach was when we had Trevor Lawrence because people thought that was the only thing really uh, like people really wanted about our job. But that ends up that wasn't true. I think just us having a respected GM around the league kind of helped and a lot of picks. But, I mean, if I were to give it a grade, I'd give it an A-. minus. Um, I think a lot of people agree with that. I haven't seen a – grade below A, to be honest, but just keeping my opinions. The only thing I'm just concerned about is what will we do at quarterback? I think we'll get it right because I, I really have faith in our GM, but I mean, we'll get to the Sam Darnold topic later, but I, I mean, I'm not, I think we should just draft one, but it's really good. His success is really going to matter on what the quarterback position is. You know, yeah. luck, luckily he brought in a, an offensive coordinator that's I didn't like know, the offensive coordinators bring in I mean, the I, th- only I mean, argument I, I hear is that he's a Lafleur. I'm like, I don't care. He's, it doesn't. I mean, but but Shanahan blocked him from almost every interview he got, so it's definitely saying something. I mean, he's the Niners. I I think have a weird play play calling dynamic, which is where like uh, Shanahan calls the you know play action plays. LaFleur calls the drop-back pass plays, just the normal passing game. McDaniel, who is probably my preferred candidate, uh, what is, does a run game stuff. I also like Mike Kafka. You would love that's what I think. Team. That's who I think you should have gotten. Like, what before Sayla was signed, I was thinking about I was like, nah, Sayla wouldn't fit there. And then I thought about it. I'm like, you get Sayla, and you get a really good – offensive coordinator like Kafka who will develop a QB because if you look at Mahomes' situation and what Tyreek Hill said about him that he sucked before, his quote was he was trash in training camp his first his rookie year and then he said he hung around with the QB coach and got better and I was like, that's what they should do but they didn't get Kafka, they got I mean, I I still like LaFleur, I think he could be good We'll, we'll just have to wait and see, I mean we haven't seen really like his play calling that much yet, and really have we've not really seen Kafka's. But I'll hold my judgment on that one. But uh, yeah, it's really gonna have to. I think our success is really gonna lie in what our quarterback position looks like in the next two years. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Fields and Wilson will be good, but Wilson would be better. I mean, I, I prefer Wilson now. Fields I mean, makes a. He locks onto I, one receiver and then doesn't look away. That's the problem I have. With I mean, obviously, that, I mean that's like just a college offense. I, it definitely is kind of a habit that it will come to the NFL. But also, I mean, Zach Wilson's always raved about the Niners system, which is what we'll most likely implement. Uh, and so, why put a dude? Why not put a dude who's you know already you know talked well about you know what the Niners you know offensive philosophy is, and you know bring him to a team that needs a quarterback? So, um, I de- I definitely think that we'll prefer Wilson more. So. But yeah, I'll like put your opinion on you know the hire and just every everything in general. Mm, I think it was a great hire. I'd give it an A. 
I don't like I said, the only reason I gave it an A minus was just because, you know, our quarterback is still uncertain. But I mean, if we had, you know, if this was Sam Darnold's second year, I would have given it an A plus, but you know, just still a little uncertainty at quarterback. Um but yeah. But you know, we both have it in the A's. It's really my only A grade. Let me just think about it. I would have gave if the target no, would have gotten uh Dabble, I would have given it an A plus. Yeah, I would have given that an A plus too. But uh, you know, we both think A for the Jets hiring Sala. Next hire was Smith to the Falcons, which I also saw coming. I think if the Jets the the Jets second candidate was Arthur Smith, and I thought that if he didn't end up coming to the Jets if we didn't get solid, he was just, you know, blocked into the Falcons and we hired Sala. So I knew once that happened he was going to the uh he was going to the Falcons. Um, and uh, it's they're they're in a little bit of a weird position because they have Matt Ryan, but I mean he's older. There's a new coach who's widely known for a. It's definitely for for you know. I don't know. I, I don't know what they'll do at quarterback. There, there's been mock drafts of them drafting Mac Jones, which I don't think is going to happen. I mean. Mac Jones at pick four. I don't think. I don't think that's going to happen. But I don't know. Oh yeah, if I'm going to rate the higher. Too, uh, it's like no. That's. I mean, like no. I can. I can see him. <laughs> I can see his national championship performance boosting him up, but not to the fourth overall pick. He's got a lot of weapons around him now, so you really don't know. I mean, I don't think he'll be bad. I mean, I mean, look. I mean, I mean, just to you know, just do a quick header on him, just so we don't get too off topic. But I mean, like his deep ball is really good, but that's also why. That's also because he has so many guys running wide open. But that's a topic for a different day. Just moving on. But if already the initial the initial higher grade, I think is the B plus for me. My only concern with my only concern with Arthur Smith was: is he really the leader of men type of guy? You know, I I don't see that in him that much. I see him. He's 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 kind of like a Gase head coach, not not like as bad as Gase, but kind of just like the brains, you know. He's I think a better comparison was like the Andy Reid type of coach, you know. I mean, he's probably a leader of men too. I don't know. That was my only concern with him. I, I feel like I feel so stupid for comparing him to Gase, but I mean, that was the only example I could have thought of. I don't know if you guys will get what I mean, but I don't know. I. The only reason I didn't have him above Salah was just because Salah was the leader of men and the culture changer. Um, but for the Falcons, a team that was stuck with Dan Quinn, the only thing that was really even keeping Dan Quinn was the Super Bowl appearance. I think we can all agree yeah. on that. Um, I mean, he's a great defensive coordinator. I think the Cowboys will enjoy him. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely interesting. Um, yeah, I mean – I think after 2017, no, no, 2017, they made the playoffs. After 2018, I think the Falcons weren't good that year. Mm-mm. So I think after 2018, it was inevitable that if Dan Quinn didn't do anything, he was going to get fired soon. And I think they waited uh, too long for that. So they finally got him gone. They're bringing in Arthur Smith, who could definitely be a good head coach. And like I said, I'm going to give it a B plus. Yeah, I don't know. I heard a lot of Titans people complaining about his play calling. I mean, I I also paid attention to that. There's, I get the issue. I watched the playoff game with a I, he oh, he was going against Wink Martindale, who many people thought would be the Jets' head coach. But uh, 
that one I wouldn't necessarily have liked that much. Well, now that I'm thinking about what they were complaining about, I don't think there was anything really wrong with the play calling he made. They were mad because he didn't True. I mean, there there were some valid arguments. There were some valid arguments I made. I think after the run game kind of, you know, stalled, it it, kind of got rough. That's that's what I think their arguments were, and I and I and I see what they're talking about. As their run game was completely shut down, and I don't know, they just didn't seem like they were really operating well after that. You know, Tannehill didn't look that that good. I don't know. It could be because AJ Brown had effed up knees, so I don't know how you play with that, but he did. So, uh, but I I still think Arthur Smith can be a good head coach. I mean, we all every coach has a bad play calling game. You know, but what makes the bad play callers is how consistently they do it, which is Adam Gates. But um, what was your initial grade on that? Uh, I don't know too much about him. Probably a B plus. I mean, I think B plus is kind of where I am, and you kind of are on the same page. I don't know. It's uh, it's definitely an inter- interesting. I knew he would be a top candidate, but uh, you know. So, um, the Falcons got their guy, and then the Lions they 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 do a, they did a little bit of an interesting hire here. A guy who I thought wouldn't even get a head coach, wouldn't even get a coordinator job. I thought he was going to stay with the Saints, but a guy who only really play calling experience was an interim head coach, and that's head and that's Lions, not Lions Saints. Well, that's who he's going to, but Saints tight ends coach and assistant head coach. Dan Campbell, I think that's his first name. I keep getting confused with Jim, but I think I got it right. But Dan Campbell, I mean, he that was definitely the the weirdest hire. Yeah, I don't I don't even know who the guy I is. Mean, I never even heard of him. I I know a good amount about him. I did my research after they hired him. He seems like a definitely a culture builder. They I mean, obviously they talked to him, they saw what his vision was. And uh, who who are we to really judge? But my opinion was, you know, this that 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 definitely could be risky. Um, he's bringing in a great defensive coordinator, most likely, and Aaron Glenn, who was head who was interviewed for head coaching jobs, who I wanted as our defensive coordinator. But all signs point to him being the Lions' offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. Um, and uh, you know, it's um, I it's and Pat McAfee loves it. I mean, it, I mean, it's definitely going to be a breath of breath of fresh air ever since you know Matt Patricia's been gone. I mean, anything is, but you know, he seems like a guy who's gonna, you know, instill the culture and the lion, something Matt, you know, Patricia never did. Um, you know, which is uh, what the lions really needed. You know, they were a team. Their future's still a little bit uncertain to me because you know they're kind of in a limbo right now where they they don't know what to do at quarterback. They don't necessarily know the future of the team. Luckily, they brought in a solid GM and a coach with upside. Again, I I think this is a little bit more of a – I think this is a little bit safer than Urban Meyer. That might sound stupid. But this guy, he's well-respected, at least in the league. Um, You know, he's he's actually been an interim head coach, and he – took a Dolphins team that, you know, was coached by Joe Philbin, who was terrible. And he won five games with them, you know. Obviously, being pushed into being an interim head coach is not an easy job, and he was able to do it. And uh, 
So I think he could be good, but I think if I were to give a grade for it, it would be a B minus C plus. I mean, he just hasn't done that much in the NFL other than, you know, the interim head coach. But he is coming from the Sean Payton coaching tree, which I don't know the history of it, but I know that he's learned some valuable, you know, lessons from learning one of the from one of the better coaches in the league. I think it's safe to say he is, would you? Yeah. Um so yeah. Um, uh, I think it's like a, a high risk, high reward type of hire. Like it could go completely south and be terrible, or it could end up being really good and he could be a gym. I mean, a lot of a lot of teams viewed him as that. They were just better candidates on the market. I mean, if the Jets were to hire him, I'd you know I'd be you know I'd be bought in. But well, I just think the Jets' defense is going to be really good next year no matter who they have on I mean the our defense was our defense was truly fine this year not statistically but <laughs> but not statistically but you can tell that really it was our offense that was making you know they couldn't stay on the field it would either be a turnover or three and out I don't know if you watch the Jets games you would see how bad well, the offense the games operated watched, which is why I moved the ball better than Darnold did oh yeah that, that's why I want the whole game <laughs> Uh, we'll talk about Sam Darnold after the head coaching. We only have one more after this, but yeah, I mean, my mine would be B minus C plus. I mean, I don't. Well, I mean, what was I'd yours? Give him, uh, a C, just because you don't know, you don't know what he's gonna do. Yeah, I mean that's that's I mean, he's fair. I only gave it a C. Coach, but I mean, true. But you know, if you're well respected, you have a good vision. A team will like you, and he probably had a lot of those. Uh, a good vision for the future. Um, so I, I think it's definitely a hire that could pay off in the future, but it's a little risky to do it right now. You know, I think a lot of people are immediately going to say it's bad because they don't know him. But after I did my research, I think that it could work out. But, you know, again, time will tell. A lot of people thought Gase would work out with the Jets when it was truly doomed from the start. But I don't think this is going to be as bad as Gase with the Jets. <laughs> And so, for the final hire of, uh, you know, the for now, um, the Rams hired Brandon Staley. Now, I thought they were the Chargers did. deadlock. Oh, what did I yeah. say, the Rams? Yeah, it kind of got gets me confused, pardon. But, um, yeah, the Chargers hired Brandon Staley, and I thought they were 100% going to get Brian Dabble. I don't know why they didn't. I thought – I mean, Brandon Staley is a great head coaching hire. I think he could definitely be really good. Um, but I mean, he was, he's apparently the Sean McVay of defenses, but again, I, I thought it was a hundred percent going to be dabble. I thought dabble, it was, it was dabble or it was dabble to the chargers. It was pretty much only dabble to the chargers and maybe the jets, but I thought throughout the whole process, it was going to be dabble to the chargers. And I got the report saying to hire Brandon Staley. Now my reaction was, Damn, Brandon Staley over Dabble. It wasn't anything to do with Brandon Staley. I think he's going to be a good head coach. But, I mean, I thought it was just going to be Dabble. Um, So, I mean, but he's a great defensive mind. He'll do wonders to that defense. Um, I mean, he did it with the Rams. Uh, He turned their defense into – would you say their defense was average in 2019? I don't know, but they had the best statistical defense this year. Yeah, yeah, they didn't look like it against the Jets, but versus every team. Um, 
Yeah, so this is, I mean, yeah, like they said, you know, he was in the Vic Fangio coaching tree. He he was well-respected by Vic Fangio, who, you know, might not be the greatest head coach. But, again, he, he's probably one of the better defensive coordinators of the 2010s, if I'm going to be completely honest. Um, so I think that he, he's definitely a good defensive mind and he's well-respected. He came – I think one thing that really sold them, they were a little hesitant on hiring a defensive guy just because, you know, they know that they Herbert's going to be the future of the front. That was the clear and obvious and the only move they should have made. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm sure Staley's fine, but they also have Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey on their team. It's kind of hard to fail with that. Yeah, but I don't know. But Staley went into the interview with a clear plan for Justin Herbert. I mean, Justin Herbert, like I said, they have a, they have a pretty solid defense, um, and pretty much all their you know deep playoff success is going to start with him. Um, so he came in with a plan. They liked him, and they liked the plan, so they hired him. And if I'm going to give this head coaching job, or I'm going to get that hire a ranking, I'd give it a B B plus A minus. I really think that this could really be good for them. Uh, I mean, it's definitely a breath up from Anthony Lynn, who was horrible at clock management. He was horrible at – I don't want to say he was horrible at, you know, de- developing Herbert, even though I think that was because of their quarterback coach, Pep Hamilton, but uh, who I think will be a uh, head coach uh, head coach one day. I think Pep Hamilton will be a head coach one day. Yeah. He's got to get through offensive coordinators first. I don't know. If he'll get a spot there, I'd like the Seahawks to hire him, but I think that I think they should hire out of this because Jamal Adams apparently left the Jets. That'd be hilarious because of. Oh my god, I'd laugh my <laughs> ass off, dude! I, I wouldn't stop laughing for like twenty minutes. I'm, I can't believe I only said twenty minutes. There's like a bunch of me. I mean, I hope it happens so much. Not even just because I think Gaze can be an okay coordinator, but just because Jamal Adams. Left his like, the like his pretty much his home because I mean, he I mean apparently he loved the Jets until Adam Gase came, and so just to see that guy reunited with him, I would I would be so ecstatic. I mean, I wouldn't even care how good Adam I don't, Gase would be. I, I, I don't want... think Gase would be a good offensive coordinator. Now I do think that Doug Peterson or Anthony Lynn. They could probably be good. No, I think Anthony – I have confidence in Anthony Lynn. I think he should take the Vikings job. I think he should take the Vikings job because they have a good running back. What He always, he was a running back coach for the Jets. All he wants to do is run the football. And when you have a bad quarterback – not bad, but when you have a, not the greatest quarterback in Kirk Cousins, maybe it's time they learn how to run the football properly. And, you know, you bring that philosophy there. Maybe you work your way back to being head coach. Eh, um, I don't know. But – I don't know, but I think he'll definitely get hired sometime this offseason. Um, I think they can make good coordinators, but I don't. I don't know if yeah, they'll ever be I mean, able to be head coaches again. I, I don't think Todd Bowles will ever be a good head coach again. I think he'll get. I think he could get hired. I think he could. May maybe just always be in the conversation. I don't think he'll ever be a good coach though. Like he 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 was always a good defensive coordinator. And uh, this was just – he just couldn't handle being a head coach. And some people just can't. Adam Gase can't. And maybe Anthony Lynn can't. But uh, 
some people are just suited better for coordinators. Yeah. A coordinator job. Um so what was your final statement on the Brendan Staley uh comments mm. before we get into other topics? It's hard not to give him a lower grade because they completely missed and not I mean I'm trying I'm trying to take it like just like just like normally I'm not I, trying I to, think, you know, I don't not... I think it's a C. They should have gotten Herbert uh, offensive minded coach. Dabble would have been perfect. I don't I just don't understand. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's your opinion. I mean, I think it's a good hire. I don't think it's going to be bad. Um, I just don't like it. I, de- I, I definitely, I definitely get the kind of approach you're taking. You're just, you just wish they hired Dabble, which I wish they'd do, but I think Brandon Staley will be good for them. And so, just our guesses for the next head coaching hires I think Eric Bianami is going to go to the Texans. Do I think it's going to make Deshaun Watson want to stay? Not really. Um, who knows if he comes to the Jets, but I don't know. Maybe the Dolphins. Maybe even the football team, but uh, yeah. So I think Eric Bieniemy will be the. You'll get three. You'll get two for third round picks. So I don't yeah, think it's a win win situation. Much. He comes back, especially when you have a, especially when you have Mike Kafka, who could be brought up. Yeah, it's like he comes back. Too often the coordinator. He leaves it to win. We get. Yeah, so you're in a good place there, and you're in the AFC Championship. Um. So, and I think for the Eagle, that's really going to be an. I, I really can't wait to see who takes the Eagles' job. I, it could be Josh McDaniels. It could be Todd Bowles. Hell, it could be Joe Brady for all we know. But that'll be definitely an interesting job to monitor. Um, so my prediction is it's going to be Josh McDaniels. I don't know what your prediction is. You can say mm. that right now. I don't know. I'm sure they'll mess up. Probably Josh McDaniels. <laughs> I, I I would hate Josh McDaniels as their head coach. I mean, I feel Eagles fans even say he'd be no. a good hire, and like I'm like he's bad no. this year. He was. I bad. mean, the dude, the dude was, dude, the dude was carried by Brady. I think it's and safe I'm, to say I that. I don't. I'm not even fond of Bill Belichick at the moment. He's what is he doing right? He can't grasp. I mean, look. I mean, they're. I mean, <laughs> oh uh, yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't call the plays, does he? Uh, I think he's a big oh, guy on defense. Uh, yeah, McDaniel's is the pure offensive guy there. Well, that's he's weird. he's in control of that. And it's a normal team dynamic. Usually, I don't even know because Brian Flores, the Dolphins head coach, called the Dolphins called the Patriots plays. Um, so uh, yeah, but uh, I mean, I think I still think Bill Belichick's one of the best coaches, if not the best coach of all time. Him and Brady were like iron sharpening iron. It really wasn't like Brady was just. Making or just carrying Bill, I think it was you know, oh, definitely, definitely a group effort. You know, I, I, I didn't think it was just Brady, but I, and I can't blame him. Cam Newton was a bad quarterback this year. I mean, he can't even throw a fifteen-yard pass. Yeah, he was without, so weird. One game know, he'd put uh, up five hundred yards, and then the next game he'd put up fifty and go yeah. one for thirty. I mean, you would have thought he would have been a dark horse MVP candidate with yeah. the first couple of games he played, but oh my god. I mean, he went off against a solid, a good defense in the Dolphins, and then he went against the Seahawks, which was an absolute shootout. Um, and then the next games, he just absolutely sucked. And then he went off against the Jets. Even the game he, time, and then he didn't even go off against the Jets. We just started to choke <laughs> on offense. Like, I mean, that's what it was. Uh, but uh, moving on to our next topic here, don't want to spend too much time with just us talking about how bad Cam Newton is. Uh, as a Jets fan. 
I truly don't want Sam Darnold back as the next Jets quarterback. There, there's been some comments about it, him possibly coming back. I don't. I think they're just saying that because they're obviously not going to come out and say Sam Darnold's not going to be our quarterback because he's still on the team. Um, so, but I think is we'll there, move on. Is there any the- top defensive prospect in the draft that you could see the Jets taking it to with Sala? Like if. You don't think? No. I'm just, I'm just trying to think of like the I said, shock this, in the world this, I mean, somebody on defense to have. I mean, no. I mean, our defense is like, again, you know, it might look bad on paper. Our offense is definitely a solid reason why. I mean, we have what many people would call a very good D-line, but just getting into I mean, it's okay. More, I mean, you got I mean, John, that Franklin Myers guy, Quinnen. I mean, I mean, some people would venture to call it elite. No. I, I don't think it's you elite. Have those, I mean, you have like you have one guy who's pretty good, and then after that, it's like average. Yeah, I think it's better than average. I mean, no one, no one really pays attention to a really good nose tackle anymore because nose tackles are not really exciting. But we really do have a really Who above average. I don't know. Yeah, you you'd have to watch the film for you to really judge that. But I mean, I still think it's a very good it, defensive line. Our secondary is you not have good, you have Hall but and I can uh, def- Pool. Probably need another guy. Pool, Pool's not bad. Pool, no, Pool, no, really good. He's a really good slot cornerback. I mean, that's what is. That's what a lot of. So you basically need. That, I mean, defensive backs and we need backers. I, th- I think I think Hall. I think Hall has the intangibles of a cornerback one. I don't think he'll be the cornerback one, but he has definitely some potential there. I think we'll bring in Richard Sherman just for. Uh, you should sign Pierre Desir again. He'll get you. Oh, he'll God. get you six interceptions, but then he'll get burnt six times. No, no, he'll get burnt. He'll he'll get burned seven times. I remember. You know, I'm not the biggest PFF fan. I usually just use them for immediate <laughs> grades. Um, but I mean, when you have two interceptions and five pass deflections, and you only have a 64 grade, I mean, that really <laughs> tells you something. Um, so, oh my God, that night that that night was so funny to watch. Like, I wanted to win, and, 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 like, just seeing that happen, oh, my God, it was a train, kind of a train wreck, but. So, yeah, it was a, it was a definitely an interesting experience watching that game. Oh, I can't remember which one it was. He um, got burnt, like, three times, and he got this the, incredible it, interception. Oh, he got, he got absolutely mossed by Jerry Judy. His, his manhood was taken from him right then and there. And then he had a then he had an interception, um, which for ripping through like four interceptions, and he still won the game. I mean, Sam Darnold, who was on pace to be good, he sprang his AC joint. I don't know. That game was a train. That that that, that game is an episode in its own. Um, uh, but yeah, we also have a dude named Javelin Gudry, who was an undrafted free agent who played actually very good. Obviously, no one's really gonna know him other than Jets fans. But uh, you know, he he he's a guy who I think deserves a lot of credit, and I think we'll be back next year. Um, our linebackers, CJ Mosley is going to be coming back next year. Um, who's a very good linebacker. Only thing that's really bad about him is at his age. I don't see any defensive prospect we can take at two. To be there isn't really. I mean, if you're going to take anybody but a quarterback at two, you have to take uh, C. So C. Will. That's pretty much it. I, we're not taking Devonta Smith at pick. You don't really not, need wide receivers. You're, you're okay there until the later rounds. I mean, like it's uh, it's obviously it's a thing we need to upgrade, but I mean it's you not. Need a running a back. Need a running mean, back later. 
Yeah, I don't know. Niners like a running back by committee system, and I well, think that's what we'll do. If, if, but if going in, going to be like Shanahan, then you'll have to get a running back by committee. You could sign, you could sign a couple running backs in free agency. You've got a lot of cap room. Get a wide receiver. Allen Robinson would be good. I don't know if he'd want to though. I mean, he's liking stuff about the Jets, so on Twitter. I don't know if that means a lot, but it definitely shows that maybe he isn't. Uh, like some of the stuff that's going on. But back to the Sam Donald conversation. Another thing that you said that kind of mixes into the argument. You said, you know, you said how Joe Flacco was moving the ball way better than Sam. You said how the receivers, you know, Denzel Mitchell well, was promising. Well, I mean, Flacco's just Donald, that, but with the IQ and more experience. That's about it. Well, don't, well Flacco's better than Darnold. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be completely like the honest same, with but, you. But the IQ and the been there for 20 years is there for Flacco. That's why. I mean, he he has a way stronger arm. He's way smarter with the football. He's just a better quarterback at this point in his career. I mean, this is when when Sam Darnold's supposed to be taking that next step, you know, to be the elite quarterback that we all thought he was going to be. I mean, do you think you you can bring Flacco back one more year to get with this next next quarterback? Because – I mean, I'd like – I don't know if, you know, Flacco would – I mean, after some of his games, I mean – I really think that he would expect him to be, you know, a, a, get a playing no, chance, which he won't, but he I won't. think he will expect it. I mean, when you're better than the guy that people thought was going to be the face of the franchise, that's kind of that says more about the face of the franchise. But another example is that, you know, I don't hate Daniel Jones. I think he's a meh quarterback. But when he's a definitively better option than Sam Darnold, that really says something about him. I mean, you know how you, know how you said he was pushing the ball downfield more? I mean, Sam Darnold doesn't push the ball downfield. I've I, I never wanted to admit it, but he doesn't. He he didn't do it in 2019. He did it in 2018, but I mean, what does that really matter now? That was three years ago. Um, he I mean, he never had good deep ball accuracy. I think he has a better arm than people say he does. But again, I mean, it's not the world beater arm. I mean, Joe Flacco is a way better arm. Um. And, uh, you know, another rumor about Joe Douglas, who's our GM, for you guys that don't know, is that he, when he saw Joe Flacco play, played the Patriots, and saw him push the ball downfield, throw deep balls, you know, throw the, you know, a pass more than 30 yards and actually complete it, he thought, oh, well, you know, this is Sam Darnold's backup. Maybe this will maybe encourage him more to throw a deep ball, you know, try to up the ante a little bit. And <laughs> Sam Darnold didn't. He didn't. He continued to throw these slot. I mean, he. I mean, he loves his slot receivers. He loves his tight ends, but he's never loved his, and he's never really thrown to the outside the hashes. To be completely honest with you, I mean, it's not even that his accuracy is bad. There, his accuracy is only bad downfield. Um. So, um, what's it called? Uh, Tyler's going to be joining this. Um, so, uh, yeah, he just got on. So, uh, we'll, we'll let him know a little bit of what's going on right now, but the podcast. And we still got a little (laughs) more to talk about. So maybe he'll be with us again, but (laughs) yeah, but, uh, back to the conversation. It's just that Joe Flacco made, made Denzel Mims look better. Who could definitely be the, oh, never mind. He can't, he can't join. Um, so it's me and you, it's me and you, Mike. Um, 
So, but he made Denzel Mims look better. Denzel Mims, you guys obviously probably know who he is, but he's a guy with limitless potential at receiver. I he mean, looks he like has he can the height, he has size, he can go up and catch the ball when he. And and he's a he's an okay route runner. That's obviously not a specialty, but he's a solid route runner. And when Darnold comes back, you barely see any of him. That's why you need a Zach Wilson. And when Joe Flacco, Zach Wilson, you know, even even Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, obviously most likely out of the question now, but. I trust Mac Jones with throwing a deep ball better oh, than yeah. Sam. I would too. I mean, I mean, like, I, I mean, Zach Wilson, Denzel Mims would be the best player, best receiver he's ever played with. His receivers mm. at BYU stink. Mm. You know, he has a couple under the radar guys there who have some speed, but they drop a lot of his passes. I mean, the dude who has very good arm talent make. I mean, his deep ball accuracy is. I think it's better. I mean, Trevor Lawrence's deep ball accuracy to me was always overrated, but uh, but I think he might be the best deep ball thrower in the class, and a lot of these guys dropped it, and that's why I think he'll be a perfect fit for Denzel Mims, a guy who can kind of burn you deep, not like not like Robbie Anderson burn, but can get you deep. He he burned Denzel Ward, who's known for being a pretty good corner, and he has hands. And we're Sam Darnold. I feel like the receiver you're always trying to get him. He only throws to Jamison Crowder. I think that's well established. Um, he only throws to slot receivers. He only throws to tight ends. And that's a big disadvantage. I mean, he hates to throw outside the numbers. And when he does, it's either inaccurate mm-hmm. or just a bad read. I mean, like I said, I showed you that clip against the Chiefs where he just missed a deep ball. I mean, the thing is that he even saw it coming open. It was a pretty good read, but his accuracy is just not there. I don't know. It's... The Darnold truthers just don't make sense to me. I don't know how a coach can fix bad dec- – I mean, I haven't even gotten into his decision-making yet, but I think you guys know about that. Um, but, I mean, I don't know how a coach can really fix that, to be honest. I mean, he – I never wanted to say this about Sam Darnold, but he does look broken. <laughs> he he does look broken, to be honest. He – there doesn't look like there, there's much repair in him to me. I don't know what you can necessarily do that'll make him the elite quarterback we once thought he was again. This is a dude who had a who used to have a fan page of him. I mean, I got deleted. Um, who used to have a fan page of him? Used to swear by him. Hell, I called him yeah, better than too. Josh Allen. I mean, I mean, a lot of people did. We're not the only ones, but uh, you know, I mean, I mean, I mean, last year it wasn't that bad of a thing. If you say that now, you'll get killed, but. I mean, but yeah, I mean, and and I, I'm saying this where I'm saying, you know, he's damaged beyond, beyond prepare. That really means something. Uh, so, I mean, I just think it's better to move on and whether that's Justin Fields, which I, he gets a lot of flack. I think he's a solid uh, uh, option. Zach Wilson, who I'd like. Um, and, and, and if Jacksonville does something stupid with Trevor Lawrence, and obviously that's not going to happen, though. So, yeah. But, uh, I mean... Almost anything's a better option than Sam Donald right yeah. now. That's what's that's what's sad. I mean, anything's a better option. Not Mac Jones. I'm, I'm oh, not even. Maybe even Mac Jones. But I don't know. And and, and I mean, I I just want to go. I just want to go through like these Donald Truthers. That's what I call them. I just want to go through their head. I mean, what 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 are they coming out with from this season that's really making them think that Sam Donald's going to change? I mean. 
one of the reasons we wanted to draft Lawrence, not only because, you know, he's one of the better quarterback prospects of possibly all time, but also because we had a QB problem with <laughs> Sam Darnold because he sucked. We weren't just trying to get rid of Sam Darnold because Trevor Lawrence is better. We we had the first overall pick for a reason. He was playing. Garbage. I mean, yeah, you don't have the first overall pick without a bad QB because Deshaun Watson's a good example. I mean, Deshaun. I mean, he played them to the third pick, but that's just how bad their team is. In he put up, he put up top five quarterback numbers. Yeah, that team's beyond repair right now. On a team like us with be bad coaching, and we're Sam Darnold, and we're Sam Darnold has eleven touchdowns and fourteen interceptions. 58% completion, like, oh, my God. I mean, like, I, I guess you can say he does have the talent, but, I mean, are his mistakes, like, really that repairable? Yeah. I mean, he could always – I think he I think he could fix him. It's just going to take a while. He'd have to go sit behind a veteran, but – I mean, he's in his fourth year. I don't yeah, think well, he's really going to have the opportunity to – I'm sure Flacco's tried. I mean, Flacco, he <laughs> – Flacco was probably just brought in to be the backup, to be completely honest with you. We drafted James Morgan, which, oh, my God. For the people that think he's a franchise, no. We drafted him in the fourth round to be a backup QB for the future. That was that was a pick that Gase wanted. So, I blame Gase 100% for that. It wasn't even that. a good pick either. Like, um, why? But, uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it, it made no sense. Gabriel Davis was pick two picks after that, and he's going off for the Bills. Again, Joe Douglas, he wanted to give the coaches the players they wanted in the draft, and Gase wanted James Moore. That's the story of – that's just the story of Gase's career, just continuously fucking us over. Part of my French. I'm pretty sure I've cursed on this podcast before, but if I have, I'm sorry. But I don't know. I mean, like, James Morgan, there's there's like a lot of players I would have taken over him. In regard, I mean, he's probably a better option than Sam Darnold right now, let's be completely honest. I mean, he – I don't know, but he was – some people even said he was – Joe Flacco was brought in to develop James Morgan, Come which I think on. is That's just completely false. We're not, we're, not de- we're, not dra- we're not signing a backup to develop a quarterback. He's going to just be our backup. James Morgan was never drafted with <laughs> starting potential. The only team that he could have went to that he had starting potential on was maybe maybe the Patriots. But that and, – and, Apparently, that's the only reason we took him, too, because we didn't want the Patriots to get him. And, and quite honestly, that's just a stupid Who cares? Reason. Take the best player. We shouldn't be dr- – <laughs> Like, and, 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 I mean, James Take Morgan, he – at least his wife's hot. I, no, no, no. I've said his wife's hot on this podcast before. Think about it. Like I said on the other podcast, he's dating a hot-ass wife. He's picking up a check. Every week for just throwing fifty balls <laughs> at a I practice. I want to be J- Josh McCown, sit on my couch and make twenty five thousand dollars a week. I mean, look, Josh McCown is a good quarter. I mean, he's a solid. I'd love to be him. Like, like if I needed just, if I just needed an immediate quarterback to do me to do you, you know, a game or two, I'd pick Josh McCown. Like, if I just needed like an emergency quarterback, he's. I think he'll be a head coach mm-hmm. one day. To be completely honest with you, um. But uh, but yeah, I mean, he's uh, I don't know, like, I, like, like, yeah, I mean, he's picking up the hot check. He goes out to like expensive restaurants with his hot, gorgeous wife, who's a <laughs> professional golfer too. I mean, think about it. I mean, she's so That's hot. Cool. Um, 
And like I said, it's, it's probably such a good life for him. I mean, he doesn't have a care in the world. He probably doesn't even want to start. Yeah. It would be too much work. All he has to do is just go to film room. Let me sit behind this bum-ass quarterback. I mean, soon he'll be sitting behind Zach Wilson, so <laughs> I don't know how much of a bum, but uh, but yeah, more current. Or if you draft Fields, he'll still be sitting. I don't know. Behind a bum. I mean, maybe we'll see. But uh, yeah, I mean, what a look. I mean, obviously, we don't know. If, I mean, no life is really perfect, but I think from the outside looking in, mm. his is up there. But uh, yeah, and just like yeah, just ending the Sam Darnold debate before we do a little bit of a quick hitter on some other little topics, um, like the Mahomes cushion, uh, Mahomes concussion, uh, discussion, uh, the concussion discussion, um, but uh, yeah, like I just don't know what these Darnold truthers really see in him that makes them confident in him being good. This year, he's shown absolutely nothing. He had really one good throw where it was to me like, oh my god, that was an amazing I enjoyed throw. that. He only had one of those. That one Thursday night football game. <laughs> yeah, that I don't know I how that, that happened to be completely honest with you. Yeah, I mean it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. But uh things got way worse since then. But um I, I don't think he's the answer for our team. I think we need to move on. I think our I think I think the GM has the same views as me. Well, I mean, according to Steve Young, we're already doing extensive work on Zach, extensive work on Zach Wilson. So, uh, so yeah. Um, and and one of our last topics on the, I think we'll just do like two little bit more. Is we'll do the Mahomes concussion scandal. scandal. It's not a scandal, but it's not. It's like weird. It's like people are debating so much. Yeah, they're about all it. like, it's like, oh, it's not a like a tweet. Or, or no, they're like, no, it's definitely a concussion. They're just they just wanted to play. I mean, no one's gonna play with you a concussion, especially a quarterback. Concussion. It just doesn't happen. Um, I mean, I mean, there was, I mean, a concussion for me is when you bang your head into he something, and he didn't. I mean, I mean, when you saw the hit, also that guy's fucked. I hate that Mac. I hate that well, Mac was, Wilson dude, especially weird. after that quote. Like, wouldn't let go of him. <laughs> you could tell it was dirty because he had him. <laughs> yeah, how to explain it? It wasn't good. Well, it hit the back of his neck where they said the nerve was. All the Bills concussion. All the Bills like fans that are doctors are saying he'll be out for three. I would weeks, love for three months. To be out and Chad and he would just beat him. That would make me happy. Oh, that oh, I would clown Bills fans so much with any leverage I had. You just like, lost to Chad Kenny. Um, like at, like at least we beat Jared Goff and Baker Mayfield. Even though Jared Goff kind of not that great, but uh, but yeah, um, I I I think it was a pinched nerve. A concussion to me is when you make direct contact with your head into an object. The only real contact he made with with his head was just a light touchdown. I mean, you know, all the landing force went to his knees. And the only real contact was in the back of his neck. There's really no twist. He probably just hit it. I mean, I mean, when when he was like stumbling, I thought it was like completely a concussion. Then I saw him like, well, like I was watching, but so when he started stumbling, I'm like, did he tear his ACL? (laughs) I didn't know. No, if you tear your ACL, you're down (laughs) in the you don't even get up. Like when you tear your ACL, you'd be (laughs) screaming in pain. 
that, that like when when you can put weight on it right away, you know it's not an ACL. Yeah, but he, I don't know. He he like was going limp. Yeah, for I saw a him minute, fall down. So. I was like, it was definitely fourteen and two, and this is how it's gonna end. But I mean, Mahomes looks like he's gonna play. But I but I don't know why people are like I don't know why it's such like an argument. I mean, it looked like he just you know tweaked the nerve in his neck. I mean, and he's doing fine according to all sources, and he's on track to play. So. I don't know why there's such like debate over it. I mean, regardless of a concussion or not, he's doing better. And and I think no NFL, no no commissioner is going to put force a player to play through a concussion just no. for the good of the league. I mean, that could mean that could mean like big consequences for that player. And I don't, Roger Goodell, you might hate him. I don't think he's that. I don't think he's stupid that low just for the good of the league. I mean, this is a potential. Greatest quarterback of all time. We're talking about. He's not going to risk his near future in the NFL. Definitely not. Yeah. Just so he can, just so just just so we can play through a concussion. So I I I don't think that's valid. Mm. Uh, and another thing I want to talk about, probably our last topic of the night, just because it's kind of getting late. Um, the McVay and uh, Goff duo is going to yeah, be counseling, counseling as in get rid of Goff, and, uh, get somebody better. Type of counseling. I mean, well, yeah, I think I think. Look, when Jared Goff played the Jets, the game that we won and po- probably missed out on Trevor Lawrence, which I'm doing fine. I- I'll talk about it all day. I really don't care anymore. Um, but uh, you know, he he did not look good. I think he's a the reason they lost that game. Our offense was on that day. It was it wasn't on. It was kind of like a game managing offense. But I mean, it looked better. What he needed to do is what he needed to. He needed to respond. Um, he needed to respond. Um, and fire back, and he did not. It took him until the mid third quarter for him to finally say, "We might lose to a winless team here. I got to start performing." And they lost the game. And now I think McFay's one of the best coaches in the league. I really do like him. He's, he's like he's like thirty five. He's like nah, probably a little older, probably thirty five actually. He was hired at thirty. That was about four years ago. So yeah, probably like thirty five. Um, but I think he's one of the best. I think you think he's the best. I think we all think he's one of the better coaches. Um, and I only can imagine what he'd do with like a real, really, really talented quarterback. When I look at Goff, it's kind of like bleh. bleh. To be honest, I mean, yeah. I mean, do you agree? I mean, he doesn't do anything like – I mean, he works well within the system, don't get me wrong. Um, but, like, he, he's not fast. He holds on to the ball too long. His, you know, his processing is slow. Like, when you hear him talk, you can kind of tell that he's a little bit slower. <laughs> now, I mean, I mean that, like, no disrespect, disrespect. but I mean <laughs> – No disrespect, but I mean disrespect. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But I mean, if you paired a guy like I can only imagine what I mean. Would you say Andy? Do you think McVeigh and Mahomes would be better than McVeigh and Andy Reid? I don't. Did you say that wrong? I'm probably not. Probably not. But I mean, you said. Do you think? What I mean, Mahomes and Reid would be better than Reid and McVeigh. No, I said. I think I said Mahomes and McVeigh oh, so or McVay Reid with. with I probably said it wrong, Goff? but. No, no, well, no. I'm talking about what would be like a better duo oh, if you if if McVeigh had Mahomes or Reed and 
or Reed and Mahomes? Like, do you think McVay would do better with Mahomes than Andy Reed has? I mean, I'd say I no, but I definitely think it's has done a better job than Reed. Well, Re- I don't Reed think and Mahomes are like the perfect match, but I think call, but, or not play calling, but playmaking is pretty good. His play calling is questionable. Yeah. If I, if, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, every coach's well, play calling play. is questionable. Well, it's like times. people are mad because he made Mahomes run that option play that got him hurt. I'm like, shut up! If he would have gotten the first down, he would have been happy. I think it was a great play call. And I mean, no, he didn't, didn't he get the first down? Didn't he get the first down? The play call. I mean, no play call is designed to get a player why, hurt. Why are we so running with a five hundred million quarterback? It's like. Because we got a touchdown on the same player. I mean, when you, I mean, when you sign up for football, I mean, there's there's an injury causing. I mean, if you get injured, you get injured. Um, but back to the McVeigh thing. I'm just, I mean, even though you know Reed would always, you know, be the best coach for Mahomes, and Mahomes will be the best quarterback of all time. I think if 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 McVeigh had a talented quarterback, it'd be way better. Yeah, than what he's, he's just not in a position to get that. I mean, no one, no one, no one questions McVay oh, yeah. though. Everyone knows he's a good coach. I mean, I, I mean, he's he's a good. Co- I mean, he's thirty four. I mean, and he's still, you know, and the and, and the players older than him still. <laughs> There's players you know, older than him. That's taking gr- seriously. I mean, his left tackle Andrew Whitworth is four years older than him, and he, you know, still. By I mean, somebody imagine getting coached. <laughs> let's say we're, let's say, let's say, you know, let's say we're thirty year. Let's say that we're thirty eight year olds that are, you know. Not just thirty-eight-year-olds, and a dude who is thirty-one telling us what to do. Yeah, I can see and that. Kind of be like, like that. Why are you and, and usually me what to do? I'm older than you. And, and and like you know, my first reaction was like, "Shut up, bro." <laughs> but McVeigh, but, but I mean, also it's NFL, so it's different. But so I mean, no one questions him as a head coach. I definitely think that if he, I don't think they'll move on from Goff. I definitely think that they'll just try to. Get on the same page throughout the offseason, but um, just thinking about McVeigh with a more talented quarterback is is it is kind of um it is kind of a kind of a dream just to see that um for just the good of the league. I mean, I think it'll be really entertaining football if you were to get. I mean, he looked good with Wolford too, a guy who whose only NFL experience was a preseason snap. Again, that might be because the Cardinals had Chris <laughs> Strevler as their quarterback, but still. Um, but, uh, yeah, that'll probably be the end of the podcast. Um, we kind of talked of almost everything we wanted to go over, and I think we gave good responses. So, uh, uh, hopefully we see Michael again on these podcasts. Uh, hopefully he becomes a, a regular, if not a co-host. So, um, we would like to thank everybody who is going to listen to this, and uh, – 